0: Hi, thank you so much for joining our new episode for the Accepted Podcast. I am Dr. Corsino. I'm
1: Jasmine Chigboo.
0: And we are the co hosts of the Accepted Podcast. Welcome to our second season. This is the second record, the second episode of our second season. During our last episode, we discussed what factors to consider if you have been accepted to more than one medical school. In this episode, we are pleased to have four guests. All medical students that are going to focus on advice and tips for the incoming medical students and those students in their early years of medical school.
1: This week we'll be discussing some of the biggest questions students have when they are about to start medical school. Also as Dr. Persino mentioned we'll hear from current medical students. Our guests today will share with you sound advice that they wish they knew before starting medical school. This week our guests include Carmen and Camilo who are both fourth-year medical students and Antoinette and Prince who are currently first-year medical students. All of these students have had their own unique journeys throughout medical school, and we thought our listeners could benefit from a variety of experiences.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. So we're going to go ahead and start with our first question. And we know this past year has been very unpredictable due to the pandemic as a result of many issues that we face in addition to the pandemic. So we're going to start with the first question. And our first question, I'm going to direct it to Camilo. Uh, What has helped you stay focused during the last year? And what advice do you have for students regarding the mindset when entering the preclinical or clinical years?
2: Yeah, well, I think first, it's just sort of important to acknowledge that um, the last year has been pretty difficult and it's okay to not have been kind of at 100% or your best self. Um, And that's totally normal. I think that's something that a lot of people have been going through. Uh, For me, I think, One of the best things has been keeping up with um, activities or routines in my daily life that keep me relaxed and keep me motivated. um, Things that you enjoy doing and staying connected with your family and friends. And then really just trying to frame each year, uh, whether it's in your clinical training or preclinical training as kind of sort of a a one-time opportunity. And how can you maximize that, that one year, that one, uh, period of your training uh to the best of your ability um because everything kind of goes in phases and so you want to take advantage of everything the best you can
0: that's great camila so i'm going to open to others to try to pitch in to your questions
1: yes but I, I will definitely answer i think something that's helped me stay focused during this past year is that realizing that i think we've all realized life is really short <laughs> so making sure that i don't know i rewrote down my goals a lot so my goals were whether it's med school and life and what really was priority and I think that helped me really double down on what I thought was important and sometimes I was school and sometimes it wasn't so I think as long as you're grounded in what you find is like what you're prioritizing and what's important to you I think that definitely helped me guide me through even through my third year of medical school which is a little bit not traditional I which is a research year but Carmen what do you think about that
3: Yeah, no, I agree with everything you and Camilo are saying. Um, I would say, like, yeah, I just would try and prioritize doing everything one step at a time. Like, you know, what is my one thing I have to do today? That was kind of like the way I lived for this past year because, you know, it was really overwhelming a lot of the time. Like, there were multiple crises happening at all times. So... I had to just prioritize like what, could, what needed to happen for this day, <laughs> whether that's brush my teeth or get out of bed <laughs> or what. Okay, okay so, uh,
1: sounds so. great. Um, I think I wanna move on to our next question. Something I get asked all the time from incoming students and some of first years is grades and test scores, right? Everyone, this is such an important topic to people so what advice do you all have for students who want to do academically during their preclinical and clinical years in medical school?
4: I would definitely say really just kind of set your intentions on what is doing well for you mean. So going to a pass fail school like Duke, we have the opportunity to say, well, I might not necessarily get an A on exams. But if I get a B, then I can have time to spend time with my friends or to explore other opportunities like research. So it really depends on the type of school that you're going to as well. So if you're going to a school that's more based on grades, then, you know, figuring out what testing strategies and how you study is going to be something that's important like for me I had to learn the hard way that studying with people is just not my forte because I talk too much um and I'm just very conversational so I think like just studying alone gives me the ability to really focus and just knowing like are you a visual learner versus like a kinesthetic learner like do you have to write things down so kind of understanding what your preferences are in terms of studying your study style and where you study best would really be helpful in being successful for your classes.
0: That's great. Um, I would like to hear, Prince, what do you think? What are some of the things that you will recommend?
5: I agree a lot with what Antoinette said. I would also add on to it and say that I feel like three things that I constantly am reminded about and re- remind myself about are staying disciplined, but then also not stretching yourself too thin. And then I'll mention the last one a little bit later, but like I feel like staying disciplined When you're in med school, there's like so much around you that you can't you can't be doing or not be doing, and sometimes you may get caught like in the wind, and you may end up on a weekend before the exam just cramming, but like it may end up and maybe not long-term success. But then there's also the other side of it where you can you don't have to stretch yourself too thin where you're doing everything at once in med school. Like and there's that draw to do everything in med school. However, if you're doing all of that, your academics are going to fail as well. So I feel as though to get the good grades, it's Mentioning what Antoinette said is knowing how you study, but then also staying disciplined and knowing how much you can handle. And then I think all of that, and then I feel like the last part is don't be afraid to reach out for help. like, I know a big thing about, at least for me, Antoinette, Camillo, and Carmen, and Jasmine all know, and Dr. Christina was like, one of the reasons I'm gonna mention is there are so many resources to reach out to that people will help you in terms of studying, in terms of handling stuff. All of that plays into how you do academically. So staying stay disciplined and not stretch yourself too thin, but not being too prideful or too afraid to ask for help, in the in the long run, you have the capacity to succeed. You just have to understand what you got to do.
0: Great, thank you. Anything else you would like to add, Camilo or Carmen, before we move on to our next question?
2: Yeah, uh, I think that one of the big things that is kind of hard about the transition to pre med to medical school is uh, before we're so focused on test scores and grades in order to achieve what we want as a career which is to get into medical school and then once you're here you kind of have to sort of change your thinking about what is the kind of person and physician i want to become and why am i learning this information am i learning this information to do well on this test or am i learning this information to help my patients and i think trying to start to frame that differently reduces your anxiety about Uh, you know, performing all the time at the highest level when it comes to just like performing on tests, but instead now um, putting the focus on yourself and how are you developing your career. So I think that was very helpful for me.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. Carmen, anything you would like to add? Yeah, I love
3: what everyone's saying. And I, you know, I also like this one phrase sticks with me. And I think has helped me in medical school because, you know, many people who apply and are in medical school are multifaceted, you know, have many things going on in their lives and, you know, enjoy doing many different things. But in med school, you kind of have to make a lot of sacrifices just to get by. But the thing that I try to remember is, like, you can do it all. You just might not be able to do it all at once, which is kind of like what Prince was saying. Um, So just... You know, you got to just keep moving and remember that, like, you know, not come wood for everyone. We're all going to live very long, healthy lives. And, like, you can do it. You just, it might not happen all at once and be as glamorous as you thought it would be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's, like, a really great um, point, Carmen, and a really great transition to my next question. So... Okay, we know, especially of us who are transitioning to our fourth year, we know med is filled with many ups and downs, like, because life very much goes on uh, while you're in medical school. What's something that has helped kept keep you grounded throughout your medical school journey, whether you're entering your fourth year or finishing your first year, and do you have anything that you would recommend to others to help keep them grounded?
3: Carmen, I'll go with you. Yeah, so, like, going off of what uh, we were just talking about with, like, sacrifices, like, also, like, don't sacrifice the things that make you happy. Like, I found, like, I got better test scores when I went to my dance classes. Like, I was more relaxed. I was better able to study. Like, for some people, that's running. For some people, that's crafting. You know, whatever that thing is you enjoy and, like, brings you life. It's closed. Um you need to prioritize doing that thing. So you can't, maybe it's talking to your mom. You know, you got to still do the things that bring you joy because if you just try and study all the time, you're going to become evil. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right word, but like you're going to go and you're going to not be well.
0: (laughs) I think that you raise a really good point that, you know, life goes on you're a medical student and when you are a resident or a physician and you have to find things that make you happy and whole outside medicine as well because we need to also cultivate well-being and self-care and sometimes those are the things that are as you mentioned earlier that are going to help you perform the best when you are happy because you talked to your mom or you went for a run so make sure you I don't wanna say balance because sometimes it's really hard to get a real balance, but find time to do things that you enjoy that are outside your medical uh, education. Um, Prince, do you like to add anything?
5: Um, in terms of keeping me grounded, I think a huge thing is, and I sometimes like ignore it, reach out to the people from back home because um, sometimes they'll remind you a lot about why you're even there because when you get to med school, like Carmen said, and Dr. Corsino was like in, alluding to, there's so much that will make you stressed out or make you feel like you have to sacrifice your whole life, and you'll feel like a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of people. There's only like a few who don't go through where you feel incompetent, and then the people back home make you feel like rock stars. They'll like tell you you're a rock star, and they remind you how you got there and everything you, that you went through. So reaching these people back home keeps you grounded, and then it keeps you. It makes you remind. It reminds you that you went through so much. You're gonna get through this as well let me calm down, let me go play some soccer, let me go dance, and then I'll get this exam out the way later, yeah.
0: Okay, Any anything else you guys want
1: to add? I mean, I'll just echo that. Like, your, your tribe is so important. Like, people and your family and your friends like making you and make you happy, like that is just so crucial. I feel like med school can sometimes suck up the life that, of you but like make sure you have that joy right like excitement regardless of how a test went or how a class went or um, if a preceptor was asking you questions that you didn't know like that will never stop happening like I thought I would know more by fourth year I still know nothing it's clear so um, just but making sure that you're grounded in people that make you feel whole and happy so that regardless of what happened at the hospital or in class like you can go back feeling happy about yourself in your life even if that's not a constant so I would just echo that
0: Any anything else? I would just add like real briefly just
4: making sure that you keep the bigger picture in mind. It's so easy to like lose track and say like oh my gosh this exam is going to be the end of me but then looking back back at undergrad, like maybe a B on a test didn't really bother or mess up my grade anyways or you know being able to see that like talking to your family who aren't in medicine, just realizing that life goes on. Like my best friend, she got engaged last week and I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I get to plan a wedding. So that's just like really exciting um, in terms of life in living life, as opposed to just being a student, because medicine is not your identity; it's just a career. So, being able to be centered and realize that aspect will really help you to do well in medical school, mentally and emotionally.
0: That's that's excellent. Um, so, we're going to move on to our last question uh, for today, and you know. We would like to listen from you, you know, what is your last piece of advice for students that are starting medical school in the next cycle, or for those that are transitioning from one year to another? What is something you wish you knew before you started medical school or before you started your clinical years?
1: While we're waiting, I'll go. (laughs) I think one advice I would give is that you can do hard things. Like, hard things are hard, right? Like, or else everyone would be doing them and you can do hard things and you will get through hard things. I think coming into medical school, I was asking advice from a lot of people and sometimes I felt like they were projecting some of their limitations on me, right? But, like, be true to yourself and know that you can do hard things, regardless if it's hard for other people. Like, you can overcome it and do things that are difficult and, and it'll be so satisfying at the end when you get through it what about you camilo
2: do you have any advice yeah i mean i agree with that i think one of the most important things for me that someone told me was just you every single individual that goes into medical school comes in with certain experiences and backgrounds um and you can really make a difference as a medical student Like one, for your patients, the people that you see and the people that you take care of along the way, even as a medical student, and also in kind of making change within your community, making change within your school. And I think oftentimes we just limit ourselves um, because medicine is very hierarchical uh, traditionally, and and we don't really view our role other than just taking tests and uh, kind of passing along the steps. But I think everybody has great potential to make a difference like starting very early in their career. So I would say, if you have ideas about things that you feel that you can change, you should definitely go for it. And people will appreciate it if you speak up for yourself and make your voice heard, uh, even when you're just a trainee, so
0: yeah. Actually, that's that's a really good advice because I think a lot of students entering medical school or their clinical years, they're afraid of speaking up because they don't feel like what they have to say is valued. And actually, everybody's voice is value. And I love what you mentioned about we all come with an experience or something that other people will learn from. So speaking up and feeling free to share your knowledge is something really critical and important. And I love also the fact that you mentioned that we can all start being agents of change, even when you are a medical student, starting off or moving through one year to another. Um, So Carmen, Do you have anything you would like to share as we conclude our episode today? Yeah,
3: um, I think, you know, it's kind of piggybacking off what everyone's saying. But, you know, remember that you are supposed to be there. Like, I think telling yourself that, really believing it, you know, that's a different thing (laughs) and can be hard. But like you've worked so hard and like to be able to do all the steps that you've done. like That's Amazing that takes so much, so much, like to go to college, do well, you know, be in extracurriculars, be a leader. Like there's just so many things and parts and it's complicated and you were able to balance it all. And like, when you get there, you'll meet other people who are, you know, very impressive and amazing, but like you are too, you are too. That's what I needed
0: to hear. (laughs) Great, uh, Prince. Do you want to share something before we end our episode today?
5: Yeah, actually. Um, I heard a quote recently that's been like repeated to me, and I really wish I heard it before um med school. And it's kind of piggybacking off what Jasmine had said. Um, the quote is, "We don't beg average people to be phenomenal," and um, it it like it hits home if you think about it. And Camila mentioned it a little bit. Don't limit yourself into thinking that, oh my gosh, this obstacle I'm facing is so much bigger than me. I have to do all these little different things to finally be strong enough to get over this exam or to get into this specialty or to even get into med school or to get to the next year. You're not average. You're like You wanting to help people in this field means you're not average. You having the capacity or the ability to means you're not average. You're already phenomenal. You're just building on the outstanding, non-ordinary person you already are. So. What I really wish I knew is you don't beg average people would be phenomenal. And there are so many hidden skills and talents and unique things about each and every one of us that make us like valuable to the people around us, to the patients we're going to serve in the future and to the community at large. So don't don't let up because like I'm surrounded by people right now on this call. Like I already know J- Jasmine's like doing all this crazy stuff like on the side. I already know Antonelle was trying to rule the world before she got to med school, like there's so much we can do just don't limit yourself there's so much more to touch
0: great Jasmine do you want to close us off Internet did you offer your feedback or do you did she already
4: I can say something real quick. Um, So I would definitely say just we need you in medicine in general. We need good people who are willing to not necessarily sacrifice their life, but really sacrifice their time and their energy towards really contributing to society in terms of just caring for people who need you. And in addition to that, honestly, there's a whole tribe in medical school that's here to support you, and you have to identify mentors that are going to help you along the way, and they don't necessarily just have to be faculty members, but looking to residents, looking to upperclassmen in medical school will really help you in terms of just having some type of like insight onto what you want to do and how you'll get there. because you know, it's really hard for us to do this alone and no one really does it alone. Everyone has someone on their side saying like, well, you know, it's okay to not be the best student, but you're you, like you have such amazing leadership capabilities. Everyone has something that they can offer to the team, but you just have to be willing to be a team player and be open to reaching out for help as Prince said. And then also knowing what you want to do, and how to get there through advice of people who already did it.
1: Yeah, that's excellent and a great way to close this out. We just want to thank Dr. Christina. I want to thank everyone who joined the podcast today, all of our guests, Prince, Antoinette, Camilo, Carmen, so much valuable feedback. We hope all of the listeners have gained something from this um, this episode, and we hope you stay tuned and listen to our next few episodes. Thank you. If you found this podcast interesting or valuable, please make sure to share it with your friends and family, follow us on social media at The Accepted Podcast, and email us with your questions at theacceptedpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com.